0: Monday on Daily Delivery. I'm Michael Rand, Patrick Roycey with me as usual. We've already talked a lot. Um, We did some post game podcasting, but I want to get Patrick's take on what we saw in Sunday's 31 24 Vikings loss to the Giants. You know, a, a season of a lot of unexpected wins comes to a not, I wouldn't say shocking conclusion, Patrick, in any stretch of the imagination. I thought they would beat the Giants, but I also thought that this was a team that was pretty vulnerable from everything we saw this season. Um, We've got some bigger picture thoughts on some of the offensive stuff and certainly the defensive stuff, but I want to hear from you first.
1: Uh, yeah, you don't expect uh, that uh, the Giants, just because of the way they played football for the even when they were winning Super Bowls. Well, when they beat, you know, when they went, when when Eli beat them down in Phoenix and stuff, but they've never been explosive, you know, they it's been, they've been trying to run Barkley and, you know, beat you in a defensive struggle and they came out and this new coach they got, I mean, he did a couple of dumb things, but uh, uh, he's an offensive guy and they kind of, they're much more aggressive than they normally are. And uh, I think the best team won. I think the Giants are better than the Vikings. And, uh, you know, especially with uh, Brian O'Neill not playing tackle and, and uh, any other problems they have. But uh, I, I, I wasn't surprised. I, I thought the Giants had probably beat them. Then again, when the Vikings swept right down the field to start the game and then they got the ball again, And, uh, you know, even though the Giants and what scored in five plays or something, right, they get the ball again and their third one and they run. Now, I went to a very capable journalist, Uh uh, football guy, Kevin Seifert. Yes. And I expressed the opinion that that was the worst call in the history of football, which has existed for a long time. Yes. The uh thing to cousins, uh whatever whatever the hell yes. that was.
0: Yes, the pass and back from uh, Jefferson to Cousins, yes.
1: And and he said in all serious uh unquestionably.
0: <laughs> what was <laughs>
1: that? I mean, it's easy Terrible. to get on all these, you know, the end of the game, get on cousins for the you know, the, the throw five yards behind the sticks, but uh in front of the sticks, but uh you know what right off the bat. You got him on the run. You're throwing a ball to Jefferson. You're doing good. What? What? And his explanation afterward was, well, they were going to call the play because they thought it was third and six or something. What What was he talking? I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. It was something like they thought it was going to be a false start or something. I, I don't know what he was talking about. They had the play in the game. And, oh, then they got an offsides call, right? Did they get an offsides call or something? No. I don't know. He he, he said something about uh, they had a play in there for third and six, and then it was third and one, and then they just ran the play anyway because they had it mm. all in there. But uh, what was it supposed to be? I still don't know. Because Cousins, was, was, yeah. Cousins was it, it couldn't have been a double pass because Cousins was in front of the Jefferson, right?
0: The, so he's got to run it, yeah. right? Yeah, the way he explained it after the game, it was supposed to go to Cousins. They thought they could get an explosive play out of it because people would just ignore Cousins. Yeah,
1: well, but, Cousins,
0: but... Even,
1: even if he starts running, he's going to make 10 yards back. He's right. Not, he's, this isn't thrown into Daniel Jones, you know. This is no. thrown into our guy, Kirk, who uh, – you know, has run more this year in de- in desperate situations, and uh, he can make ten or twelve yards. But it certainly was a stupid play. But anyway, the Giants are uh,
0: those aren't your uh, those aren't
1: your normal Giants. I mean, they go out and do stuff. They're very aggressive, and uh, they 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 beat them. I think the best team won.
0: Yeah, certainly the team that played the best on Sunday won. Yes. I mean, yeah, the Giants played well. I mean, that you know, taking aside all that we can quibble with with the Vikings. Um, we'll get into Ed Donatello's defense uh, which probably won't be Ed Donatello's defense for that much longer uh we can again get into like you said He's I dead. thought I thought this was not by any stretch uh, O'Connell's best game you had that play you talked about you had the sequence right after the Giants scored I thought it, to go up 31-24 I thought it was a pretty yes, weak Alex. sequence with the two screen passes that two the screen's, the screens like, haven't two yeah the screens haven't three. worked all year no um, no First one,
1: you run one to the right, so then you run the other one to the left, and neither work, and uh, all of a sudden, you're, what, third and nine, Third, third and 12,
0: yeah. They lost two yards 12. combined on those two plays. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: They haven't done it all year, and then, you know, the Giants throw that same pass to Barkley, they get a little yeah. better result. And, uh, right. Plus, uh, there's one other thing about those screen passes. When the uh, other team runs it, the Vikings don't cover them, and when they... When they uh, when they run them, the other teams covered it cover it. So that works better when you actually go over there and try to defend it. So
0: yes. I will I will say this though. we can go get into the defense here in a little bit, but I will say this. Um I do feel like at the end of the year, and especially in this game with the way they're playing Jefferson. Yes. Um with with the way they're able to devote two defenders in this kind of bracket coverage. And again, Jefferson's so good that he's beaten some of these types of defenses all year. But when, when teams have just said, OK, enough's enough. We're, we're not going to let this guy beat us, which leaves a lot of other opportunities. And Hawkinson took advantage of it, but did show, I think that we I think we overrated maybe at the start of the year or or people overrated the start of the year, their other playmakers. I don't think I, I think that was the area that became a sneaky weakness. that They just didn't address at all, um, at least until the Hawkinson trade, but at least not wide receiver Thielens lost a step. K.J. Osborne is a number three at best. They got nobody else to catch passes. Dalvin Cook is not the same runner he used to be. They just don't have a lot of explosive players on offense outside of Justin Jefferson.
1: Yeah, Cook, I thought had a pretty good day yesterday, but yeah, they, you they did. Uh, you're, you're right. I mean, they're uh, Jefferson, uh, uh, you, you still have to give him a chance. Uh, I mean, uh, I guess Kirk didn't want to take any chances, but uh, Basically, the uh, O'Connell tried to double talk around uh, what happened on that last play yes. there. Uh, he uh, he thought he had three receivers beyond the sticks, and that they should have thrown one of them. Obviously, and now it was a. It's been it's been framed as a an encouraging conversation on the sideline. I don't think it was. Wasn't O'Connell giving him
0: help? I think so.
1: Yeah, uh, it looked like O'Connell was giving him a hard, you know, getting on him. And O'Connell did say a couple of times that, uh, "Well, we had we had better options down uh, beyond this." Oh, well, and then he kind of went back and said, "Well, no, they, you know, it was he was double talking." But what he right. wanted right. to say was, "I don't know why the hell Kirk didn't throw it to one of the three right. guys we right. had beyond the sticks." But he wouldn't say that. I mean, he no hedged his uh, he hedged his bet on that but uh that said uh you're, you're probably right i mean k.j osborne had a great game two weeks ago but that was against the bears so much right. you know but, uh, uh and i think he's a he's a fine receiver but uh as far as a third option is concerned but uh yeah i mean they're all it, it is amazing i was talking to somebody about this how fast you get old in that game, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is I mean Eric Kendricks was one of the best players in the league two years ago, and now he's a step slow, you know yep. he's a step slow getting places, and uh you know that's it's understandable you get the hell beat out of you, you get a hundred you make a hundred and ten tackles every year, and which means you get blocked three hundred and thirty times or something yeah and, you know, and uh it's it you can you can slow down in a hurry and uh you know. You get you get a bunch of guys who are thirty years old. It's time to start all over, and uh, they're gonna now Donatel. Yeah, uh, I mean, beating up him is the is the way to go. But this is what O'Connell wanted to do. Play the three. You know, he knew what he was hiring, didn't he?
0: Yeah, I would think so. Know, yeah,
1: I heard somebody on the radio the last night. It, it might have been a post game show late, late on KFAN. Man. and and made the point that maybe. With, with what O'Connell wanted to do, this was the only guy who said yes to him. You yeah. know, but, you know. I mean, this is right. They might have hired Ed Donatel because three or four other guys didn't want the job, right?
0: Maybe the other guys looked at the Steve looked Wilkes, at the defense and said, "Ah, nah."
1: Yeah, yeah. Didn't he? Uh, who's the guy that they brought in? Uh, was it Wilkes or somebody they brought in? And they,
0: I think, they then. Okay. When he
1: didn't get the head coaching job, was it not? I will I don't know who it was, but, I can't
0: remember. Uh, I can't remember and, it.
1: And, you know, and I think they tried to then hire that guy as a defensive coordinator and he went someplace else and uh but he's in love with the three four apparently, O'Connell. So uh you know he's gotta blame himself. I still don't like the idea of uh you know, just not having Hunter on the end. You know what else hurt him a lot is uh, Zadarius Smith getting banged up about six weeks ago, right? And he went from their, you know, the best pass rusher they had to pretty, you know, pretty invisible there for a while because I think he's a, I think he was hurt. Whenever a football season starts, I always say, tell me whether they're going to have two guys hurt or six you know and then I'll tell you how the season's going to be and most of the year they didn't have any injuries but they had some again
0: and uh... take a playcation to Mystic Lake with 24-7 gaming the good times never have to end and you can satisfy your cravings at our restaurants and bars or relax in one of our luxurious hotel rooms those that play together stay together and don't forget to join Club M so you can spark new memories and bask in the rewards along the way Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day.
1: You know what amazes me? What's that? Is you, you get a visiting team come in here, and it, it used, we used to talk a lot about being intimidated by crowds and stuff like that. These modern guys don't care. No. The Giants come in here and just function like you can have 66,000 people going insane before the game, and they just come out and play. They just, yeah. come out and play. The, the modern athlete is a, is a phenomenon to me, the way that the, the home and road doesn't mean hardly diddly anymore in any sport because they, you know, they, they've all spent their whole lives going to showcases and playing in big games and stuff like that. But the Giants came out and, you know, you had just, that place was just a din
0: yes. and they didn't,
1: they didn't care. They ran their place. You know, it was, it yeah. was a pretty amazing performance.
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, they came in, and especially after the Vikings score on that first drive, yes. it gets very, it's very loud. The place is looking to looking looking for reasons to celebrate. At that point, you're up seven nothing. You won thirteen games this year. The Giants go down the field in like five or six plays for <laughs> a touchdown. It you was, know, and boom, yeah. all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, maybe this is a game. The, the, the crowd was plenty loud at other points, but you know, yeah. you make a crowd uneasy right away when you show that you're not intimidated by them, I and they definitely weren't. And I don't know if, like you said, if that's a function of. Teams are just more comfortable, better on the road now. I think communication into the headset yes. is better than it's ever been, so it's not like this confusion over what play they're running. You don't see all the false start penalties as much anymore with the crowd noise. So I think they, I think people have figured out ways to deal with it. But, yeah, the Giants played really well. They played a, they played a clean game. I mean, they, when they lost yeah. here a you know, few weeks ago, they turned it over twice. They didn't turn it over yesterday. Um, you know, they, they didn't really give the Vikings – much momentum you know aside from whatever the vikings earned and that's kind of the way to beat the vikings that's the way the vikings have beaten other teams by waiting for waiting for mistakes and the giants just you know didn't really make any real glaring mistakes in that game so i got a question for you beyond the
1: bears beyond the bears Uh uh-huh who did you watch them play this year and say, boy, they're really better than that team. They're way better than that team. You know. I know. Well, <laughs> I that's... mean, even the Colts, for God's sakes, that was, uh, you know, that was, I mean, they're way better than the Colts. Okay. They just played a just spotted it, them 33
0: un- points. Yeah.
1: Unbelievable rotten half, but there's not too many times like if they played, if they played the Giants five, you would think they were going to lose three uh, if they played the lions five you'd think they were going to lose three and uh, yes. i mean just they packers i think they were better than the packers but uh they certainly weren't when they went over to green bay but uh i mean not often did you say you know and we, 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 the other thing we got to remember is all those as they were getting off to this great start they ne- didn't have to play a quarterback for like five weeks right they didn't have to play Tua. they didn't have to play uh uh several other i have to go back and look but how many backup quarterbacks did they play about four uh, right
0: a lot yeah they played a lot of backup quarterbacks well um, i mean it's early the,
1: early on yeah
0: yeah i mean that's the thing like this is you know you think about next season um you know maybe we can turn the page here for a minute before we get on to some other nfl stuff and i want to engage you briefly at least on carlos correa because i haven't asked you about that since that happened last week but you know as, as, you know, as charmed as this year was, we knew how many flaws they had and, you know, next year, a lot of decisions on these older defensive free agents, uh, you know, defensive players who, who they could cut, um, you know, probably a defense in flux anyway, an offense with a lot of, you know, still questions and, and probably new faces coming in. Um, you only have four draft picks. You have a first, a third, a fourth, and a fifth. Which you know, if you oh, is that I,
1: right? I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: If you are going to have four draft picks, I guess those are the four you want to have. It you was know, outside of a second. You don't have a, a, an abundance of seventh round picks. Um, you got a lot. You know, you got questions about the the guys that they did draft this year who didn't seem like they were trending in a great direction even before they got hurt. Talking about Scene and Booth, so. I mean, it's it's not hard to look at this and say, man, this team is, you know, with all the one score wins, this team is due for a pretty significant regression. And I guess then that's we're going to find out you know, about O'Connell, if this if this kind of one score magic, if the culture is really the thing, or if you also have to have the players and the systems with it to, to succeed, because, you know, they, they're not going to be 13 and four next year. It would not be surprising no. to me if they were under 500 next year.
1: I said the other. I said a couple of weeks ago on Twitter and got in trouble. But they more they had more good fortune or something that I said. All you people who are celebrating this great season and having a good time and talking about the greatest odd season they you've ever watched, don't get that upset when they're six and eleven next year because the yeah. football gods don't smile on you all the time. And uh, uh, the uh, you know I, I mean that's. They they are probably one of the uh, well you yeah, it's probably never been a thirteen. There's never been a playoff. There's never been a Super Bowl team to go to the Super Bowl and get outscored. But uh, that's uh, when you look at their you know you told me last week that they were twenty eighth and some some exotic
0: yeah the DVOA deal. yeah okay.
1: <laughs> twenty that's that's incredible. But I mean it was in retro i mean it's an incredible year i mean oh yeah you go to the games at home but they keep pulling these there was no reason once that guy dropped the pass for the giants on third down when he would have went to the sticks right and it went over it you said here they come again and then they get the bogus uh rough pass, pass, rough pass rough the the passer, yeah. thought, okay here it is and uh never happened so so yep. what are we gonna are we gonna I mean, Kirk was a hero all year round, all these fourth quarter comebacks and all these great stats, and I thought you kept pointing out how often we were sitting next to each other, how often he was getting hit yesterday. He was, yeah. I thought he threw the hell out of the ball. I did too. And then then he makes one bad play, and we're going to remember, ah, he can't win because, you know, he screwed up the one play. You know, I never thought he was the big problem when they weren't winning. Uh, No. Uh, and I uh, you know he's one of the reasons they won this year, probably a good reason. But uh is everybody mad at him now? I mean you gotta. I he's think your he, guy. There's nobody yeah. on the horizon. He's your right. guy for the next two, three years, right? He's gotta be. And so it I mean, is a yeah. it is a different animal though. And when, when you see a Jones or these other guys, these mobile quarterbacks, so what a, what a weapon that adds to it. And you know you don't have that with Kirk, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. No, the, the modern NFL almost feels like you have to have a guy who can, even if he, even if it's not a guy who is going to run, you know, as fec- as effectively as Daniel Jones, who had, I think 700 yards rushing this season, they yeah. ran him a lot. Even if it's not a guy who can do that, it's gotta be a guy who can make plays off script as they like to say. Yeah. And in cousins, this is just not, not that guy. He, he really needs, you know, the plan to go accordingly And so that's that's the piece of it that's frustrating with him where it feels like that's never going to be a part of it. So in a game like this, if you need some improvisation, if it's close and you need him to make a play that's not, you know, not the way they drew it up, you know, on that last play, you know, maybe that's a good example of, you know, a quarterback who has some of that to him, you know, get around in the pocket, maybe, you know, run for the first down or, you know, evade evade the rush long enough that somebody does come open instead of having yeah. to feel like you know we've counted to three and now we got to throw it to Hawkinson six yeah. yards short of the sticks and you know I didn't think that was a great play design by O'Connell I felt like the receivers were you know you didn't have to be that far beyond the first down marker to, to make that yeah. play work so I think some yeah, of that's that, on the that, design where, but... was,
1: where was the cross you know where was the yes. shallow cross the
0: right cross, you know so, I mean, some of that's on O'Connell, some of that's on the offensive line, because they didn't protect him all that well on that player in the game. I don't think he, I don't know if he got sacked much, if at all, in that game, but he certainly was under duress. Uh, but yeah, it just, you're right. He's, he he's not, he's not the biggest problem. I think he, he really, he, he impressed me this year with his toughness and the big time throws he made. Um, I think the knock on him before was that he would make too many of those decisions, like the one he made at the end of the game, where yeah. it was like, the stats looked okay because it was a completion, but the the game situation called for something else. I think mostly people are mad at the defense, but I think they're frustrated by that final play.
1: Oh, yeah, they are. They are, but that cannot be the, you know, ah, you know, the, ah, he threw it under the sticks. He, you know, he did that. That was a big habit for him until they, they kind of got rid of that with him this year. He hadn't done that hardly at all. Right. And that was the big complaint about him in the Zimmer dime is how yes. often you he heard that. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's a great thing to digest <laughs> when you, when they, when they end up 13 and five and you wonder if they're any good, <laughs> I know <it. laughs> that's a really, uh, really unique uh, time in Minnesota sports. That's for sure to wonder, wonder what we got here. Usually 13 wins is, you know, now that, they had the thirteen and three team. They got blown out in Philadelphia,
0: and
1: then yep. Tim never got back to the playoffs after, or did he once? I guess
0: he did nineteen and nineteen. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. well, I, I think the last bunch of times they made the playoffs, they haven't made it the next year, right? What they made it in two thousand nine, of course, and they didn't make it the next year. They made it. They didn't get back until twenty. 12, and then they didn't get back in 13, 15, same thing. They didn't get back in 16, 17. They didn't get back in 18, 19. They didn't get back in 20. So no guarantees of anything next season other than, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of change.
1: Somebody pointed out and it makes sense, but uh, I wasn't aware of it, uh, yesterday. They haven't won two playoff games in a season since
0: 1987.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, since, uh, the Anthony Carter, right. Orleans and San Francisco, they haven't now, you know, there's some years, like this year, you only have to win two. If you win two, you're going to the Super Bowl, right? No, wait, no, this year. Not this had, year, but a lot of those other years. Round. Yeah, a lot of those other
0: years. Uh, yeah.
1: That's right. Now that we're down to uh, now that we're down to one uh, freebie, it's uh, it's going to be tough. you got to win three times to get
0: this. Yes. Yeah, speaking of I which, don't know. yeah, go I ahead.
1: Don't, I think people just you know, we got, you know, we got too worked up. Ah, the new culture, blah, blah, blah. They like this guy. They don't you know, like Zim. And, right. Uh, oh, I, I mean, I just, I don't know. This Giants guy doesn't look like some big, he looks like some bartender, you know, but he's, uh he's uh, kind of an old hard-nosed coach and uh, seems to get results. So I don't, yes. think, I don't think you have to, it was, it was funny though, Yes, to me. How much O'Connell wanted wanted to tell the truth, but he won't permit himself to. Yes, he's, uh, he's got a different quality of BS than uh, Fleck does. You know, Fleck is yes. selling, selling you, selling you. This guy's selling a little message. Diplomatic, but like under, understated, understated. Yes.
0: Yeah, some some diplomacy there when uh, when he yeah, you could tell he wasn't mm-hmm. happy with Ed Donatel and wanted kirk yeah. cousins to throw uh <laughs> throw a little bit further on that last play that is uh that's for sure hey you mentioned now, the... that
1: would have been a good game to have sim as the coach oh. sim oh, would have told us, i don't know what he was doing
0: throwing yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he would have.
1: that's why he's a loser
0: <laughs> right <You> know, <laughs> that's, why he'll... And that's why, why no i never ever... that's yeah. why i never wanted him
1: yeah yeah, oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Got to get rid of him and bring back Case Keenum.
0: Damn it! Bring back, bring so, back Teddy Bridgewater, the only yeah, quarterback he ever up, liked.
1: Teddy.
0: Oh yeah. man. Well, you were ta- you mentioned the 49ers, um, and I I think, and you mentioned winning two playoff games in a row. Even if they'd won this game, I don't think they would have uh, had much of a chance against the 49ers. You never know. I mean, games are games; they they have their own identity. But they were the only team this weekend that you know really looked like they were. That much better than their opponent. You know, they got to play Seattle, which was a nine and eight team. But you know, a lot of a lot of ups and downs in the in the playoffs. I mean, that Jaguars Chargers game on Saturday. My I goodness, it. I
1: fell asleep. I watched the end of the Wolves game. Flipped over the channel. I was laying on the couch. I woke up. They were interviewing Trevor Lawrence. I said, yes. "What happened?" <laughs>
0: <You know. laughs> well, he turned it over five times in the first yes, half, right? Yes, yes,
1: Unbelievable. yes. Unbelievable. Terrible. Apparently this Staley guy who's just coached like a complete moron in the second half. They said they just, they just started working on trying to run the clock. And this is the guy that was, you know, always going for it and stuff. And then all of a sudden he packed it in. But yeah, they, uh, I mean, they, they looked as, I watched most of the first half. They looked as horrible as a team could look. Yes. And all of a sudden I see him interviewing Trevor Lawrence. I say, what the hell happened? You know, nfl's got it going man every game when bad plays good even bad you know even bad can it's always going to be less than a touchdown usually you're yeah. right san francisco we had one blowout but uh you know tonight uh a rotten tampa bay team eight and nine they'll probably beat the cowboys
0: they could yeah they The could cowboys yeah.
1: playing terrible lately and uh
0: well, I mean, you know, Buffalo was down to Miami in the fourth quarter yes. before they came back. The Bengals got to play the Ravens' backup quarterback, and the Bengals needed a not a miracle, but a, you know, the fumble at the one-inch yeah, line and run it back for a touchdown.
1: Yeah, ninety-eight yards. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, how how the how the Miami apparently the Bengals are all beat up on the line, but they are, uh, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, you know, and you know, the NFL solution for all this is let's add another game. Let's play 18, so we can really beat the crap out of these guys. It's uh, and they're gonna they're gonna get it. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was. I don't. Uh, I think this was my second Viking game in the, in this new place. I can't stand it. It's too hard to get into. <laughs> what was the,
0: what was the other one? The first one or what was the other? First, one? No,
1: the first one was uh, no. It was the uh, Bears game when they, cousin's second year when they got beat the last game and didn't make the. That Bears team didn't oh, have anything sure. to play for. Yeah. That Bears team had nothing to play for, but they came right. in and kicked their ass anyway. That was, that was that game. I'm over two, but I I told Les Bagley he got mad at me because he said I saw on Twitter that I said I'm never coming back. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Twenty five minutes of nonsense before it starts. I don't want to. To hell with it. Too loud. I don't Too loud. loud. Too, too much foreplay. Let's go. Come on. Let's yeah. start the movie here. Shut up. Let's go. You know. But
0: you, you liked. I was listening. I was sitting next to you though. You were you were naming all of your favorite Ludacris songs.
1: Oh yeah, I'm big on Ludacris. Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, you know what? Boy, he was big I, what, a five But few years ago, now he's got to yes. do a halftime show for the last about twelve minutes or right? yes. eight minutes. Maybe no,
0: the show lasted about six minutes, seven minutes. Yeah. So that would take. Hey, it's a, that's probably the best gig you can get. One that only lasts six or seven minutes, you yeah. can just kind of play the, play the hits. Sure. Um, well, the
1: highlight but, of the night was John Randall going insane. He did a great job. Yes, he did. The, He's <laughs> a good he hype was, man.
0: He's a definitely good hype man.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was like nuts. So uh, I hope they pay him for that. that. That that can't be a freebie, right? Slip John thousand no. No.
0: Okay. no, and then they. They sent poor Brian O'Neill up to blow the Galahorn. I thought that was yeah. kind of interesting. We're in his 84. Were,
1: yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that goes on there. Uh, the uh, I was going to make some observations here. Like, you know, they do this whole thing. They must really be fired up this game because they do this whole thing where they get up and go like skull and stuff. Like, it was a novel thing. Needle and needling people on Twitter. Oh, but sure. I, I didn't bother. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Didn't need to do, you let the Vikings do the, you let yeah. the Vikings do the work for you yesterday. Yep. So well, uh, anyway. really quick, Patrick, before we go, I want to get your thoughts on just the saga of Carlos Correa and it, what, I mean, what a, <laughs> what a crazy story. I, I like, you know, I, I like the terms they end up getting him yeah. at the, the six years as opposed to. You know, the 10 that they, they wow. there was reported that they were looking at originally the guaranteed and then, you know, 12 or 13 for the Mets or Giants. If you're going to hope for an ankle to hold up, it's probably better to hold hope it holds up until 34 and not 40. Uh, but, man, what a what a weird way to get somebody. But, you know, in the end, obviously, they're better now than they were, you know, a week ago at this time.
1: Oh, yeah. Man, he looks good, doesn't he? And physical. I mean, he's a he's a he's an athlete man he's uh he's a in shape all the time uh hell of a shortstop and yeah it's a good good deal because i don't think anybody suggests that he's not going to be able to play in april you know it's like right to me it's the teams the teams wants this, they want to spread that money out over 12 or 13 years for uh you know, luxury tax reasons. And then they say, well, maybe his ankle's not going to hold up till he's 38. Well, don't offer him that long of a deal then for goodness right. sake. Boris looked defeated though, didn't he? Yes. At the conference, he was, he's, he was, he was up there and trying to smile. And Carlos was telling him what a great job he did. And then he came up with a way that it could be a 300. Right.
0: 11. Contract. Yeah. You got to add the year. He did. Year. He
1: threw in last year. <laughs> that and was great. And he, then he, and then he, every, you could add, no matter what you asked him, he responded with his tirade about the raging controversy in in uh, the orthopedic, uh, industry. And, uh, I said it reminded me of Otter and Animal House blaming the entire fraternity uh, <laughs> system for the problems that his, his fraternity was having. It was, uh, He's not used to being defeated, but he no, lost. he's not. He got beat this time. He he couldn't. Obviously, they couldn't find that find anything else. And you do get the impression that you know he probably would have waited another month, knowing him, because he always waits. But I think Carlos might have said, "Okay, let's. You know, what my wife's fine with going back to Minnesota. Let's just go back to Minnesota.
0: Go get go get whatever money you can. You don't want to do another." like if this year they couldn't get the long-term deal that he really wanted, he didn't want to do another one year and try to oh. test it again. Cause it wasn't, the problem wasn't his performance. The problem no. wasn't He had a good year Um, and he's had two good years in a row. Now the problem is just people are still just scared of whatever's going on in that ankle. Sounds like there's, you know, some hardware in there. And, you know, I guess that's, I guess that is scary. He doesn't steal any bases. He doesn't, you know, doesn't really leg out a lot of stuff, but.
1: Did he tell us that he just three years ago he just said to hell with it he's not going to steal any bases anymore. Yes. like that he just made that decision so but yeah he's a he's a really good player best shortstop they've ever had uh, i had somebody that's wanted to say i mean Gagne um was a great fielder and probably better than this guy but he wasn't much of a hitter and no. so i meteoric you know he's a couple of good years but he petered out past so he's the best shortstop they ever had and, and it'll be interesting now the shifts obviously affect the right the left right side of the infield way more than the left but if, are you gonna have to play more real shortstop again With i would think
0: so yeah uh, i would think so you got to have i mean you get two guys be- on each side of the bag and you gotta yeah. probably yeah
1: the guy won't be able to play in the hole like You know, right now, I mean, range didn't mean much at shortstop because if it was a right-handed hitter that that pulled the ball, they just had the guy standing in the hole and then the second baseman
0: standing. Right behind the bag, yeah. So
1: maybe uh, you're going to get to see the uh, old-time shortstop who has to go in a hole backhand the ball and throw him out at first base. Maybe. I don't know how it's going to work out. But, yeah, I like him a lot. I think he's a heck of a player and, uh, you know, good for the Twins. It's – the twins are pushing the uh, Joe Polad, uh narrative, though, aren't they? They had Joe yes. up there. Uh, they had Joe Thad Levine can't make the front table anymore. Yeah, he goes in. Thad's Thad's in the back of the room.
0: Yeah, uh, where? Where's that? Where's I've I've kind of wanted that. Where's Thad been lately? It, it's
1: time to uh, it's time to die, drop the Falvin, uh narrative. It's 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 Falvey's operation always has been, but uh, more so than ever. So. Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, everybody wants to get a pitcher now. If they're going to do that, it's going to be a trade because there's nobody left out there in the market. Rodon was the last guy to, uh, you know, there There wasn't really a good free agent market for pitchers. I mean, unless you're going to go get DeGrom, who's Texas is stupid to yeah. give him much money because he'll probably make 18 starts. And then Verlander.
0: Verlander got big money, but yeah, he's.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, is he really going to be that again at age 40? I don't know. So I, I there wasn't really much there wasn't the, the idea of getting a big name pitcher was not uh not uh no. not really. This was not the year for that, but they they could maybe they probably make some trade. I, I am a fearful that they're going to trade Louie though.
0: Yeah, it seems like they Yeah, it seems like they just it's kind of the smartest guy in the room kind of trade. It's like sometimes you just say, "Ah, you know, even if he doesn't have a lot of attributes aside from the fact that he hits everything uh hitting everything's a pretty good attribute
1: yes a uh, good at bat doesn't hurt anything and i can you know if, if correa is hitting second he, I, I can guarantee you he loves having louis arise at first because he gets to see eight pitches, you know and he's that kind of hitter that likes to likes to take a look at what the pitcher's throwing and uh but they it sounds it seems like they cannot the, uh, whoever his agent is and whoever is, they, they don't get along because Louie is they offered him a deal last year for multi years, he didn't take it. And uh, then uh, this year he's the only one who doesn't have a contract, right?
0: Yet. Didn't sign, didn't okay. you were too far apart in arbitration? Was it like 6.1 yeah. versus five? So yeah, that's a. Uh, so that it, it
1: seems like it's set up there for uh, for uh, him to go and then public. Any PR you got signing Correa is gonna be lost because Bryce might be their most popular player yes. right so,
0: yeah, he's popular, very popular. People like him for good reason. I mean, he won a batting title. He's I mean a
1: good yeah, he's a, hell of a player. He's a good player. He doesn't you know, he doesn't run much, but he was okay at first base. He wasn't terrible, you know. He was he was a hell of a lot better over there than the ballerina Miranda. So <laughs> right. what's gonna be interesting is if they get him or when they get Miranda over third, what if he can't play? You know, the, yeah. What, you know, they, I don't know. I still can't figure out why they gave up Rochella, but, uh, you yeah, know, but they, by the way, a future guest on, uh, on, uh, Randwall's daily podcast, uh, Kyle yeah. Farmer is supposed to be hilarious. Yeah.
0: I heard that from a uh, from our mutual friend, Chris Atterbury. He was telling ah, me he's, uh, he's pretty silly. funny.
1: He's great, so uh you know
0: that's he's
1: gonna he's gonna have a lot of time to do interviews because he might not be playing
0: <laughs> That's right. He went from he's uh, uh went from the starting shortstop <laughs> to a utility player playing three or four times a week, but that's not a bad <laughs> role either. They could probably use one or two or three of those guys. Well,
1: Everybody's saying though that they uh, got two premier players, Grand Buxton. Well. One of them plays ninety games, so
0: let say maybe between the two of them, you got one one premier yeah, but player.
1: Yeah, hasn't missed time yet. I mean, it's just that people say he's got a bad, you know, they don't want to pay him for long term. But Grant plays. Yeah,
0: you know. <clears throat> yeah I mean, he missed some time a few years back, but yeah, he's he's not had the same level of injury history as Buxton. That is no, for sure.
1: No, no, and I don't know. if You know, he's got a he's got an ankle that could become a problem, and yeah. Buxton's got a knee that is a problem.
0: That is a problem. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. That's a very good point. Well, and there's a difference between their contracts right now as well, which probably is that uh, that difference spelled out right there. Well, Patrick, appreciate it as always. Viking season is over. We'll have to find something else to talk about next week? But I'm sure we will. Um, until then, enjoy enjoy yourself. I hope your Vikings column is uh, is going well, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. See you. Goodbye.